Men who pour into the women around them, their girlfriends, wives, mothers, sisters, they are so blessed. They become so successful. It's because when they have women rooting for them, they are tapped into the source. By gaining the support of women, he has already won. And all he has to do is translate that success into the physical world. His success is now inevitable. Hey, bestie! Welcome to the Spoiled Girly Support Group Podcast, where we talk about how to get that bag while also securing your own bag. I'm your host, Elle and let's get into it. On today's episode, we are talking about how you are creation and you need to start acting like it. I am so done with you devaluing yourself. I am so done with you thinking that you are not the prize when you so very clearly are. I am so done with you lowering your standards and lowering barriers of access to yourself just so you can let below bare minimal effort men who will make you suffer access you. I am so done with you letting the pygmishas of the world bring your self-worth down to meet their subterranean level self-worth. We're done, okay? We are so done. As someone who is very outspoken about how we as a female collective need to set higher standards, I see so much hurt. Hurt women who communicate their insecurities through attacking other women who dare to set higher standards. I also see hurt women who have low perception of themselves because they have been spending too much time with people who are also hurt themselves. Hurt people, hurt people. I've been there. I've been the pikmisha, I've been the sad girly, and I finally got over it the moment I realized that I am way too woman for this. We are way too woman for this. We are creation, you are creation, and you need to act like it. To better understand that, let me play you a video. Men are so glad that they're not the ones who have to get pregnant and give birth, but they are also so mad that we're the ones that do. It's the basis of like all oppression of women. If you control reproduction, you control everything. You control the economy, you control how many soldiers they have for wars, you control how many capitalists they have to consume, you control who's in the future. Like if women have the power to decide if and when we want to become mothers, that's also the power to decide which men get to become fathers. And I don't think a lot of men want to live in the world where they have to prove to women that they are worthy of continuing their legacy and having children. One of the reasons women resent being women is our perceived lack of power. When it is us who have been holding this power this whole time. So much so that many laws, cultures, religions sought to stifle our power. And now that we are in a position to claim this power, to capitalize on this power, we're still policed into being quiet, into being complacent, into devaluing ourselves, into hating ourselves so that we never fully step into our power. Bestie, can't you see? You are creation. You are the source. You are the multiplier. You are the connector. If anyone should have the audacity, it's you. If anyone should have the standards, it's you. And you need to start acting like it. No more pick me behavior. No more, I feel bad for taking a man's money. I felt so bad I didn't want to say no. He wanted to pay, but I didn't want to seem like a gold digger, so I paid. We are done with that, okay? We're done. If you're having a hard time setting high standards because everyone else is policing you, let me play you this video. I don't know which feminist needs to hear this, but you are not dismantling the patriarchy by asking a man out on a date. You are also not dismantling the patriarchy by agreeing to a date that a man invited you on and splitting the check 50-50. You are also not dismantling the patriarchy by splitting bills 50-50, but taking care of your kids for 80% of the time. You think you are dismantling patriarchy because you are the one taking action. But if you take all that action, what does a man actually have to do? On one hand, you're saying that men have too much agency in this country. You think it's easier to be a man than a woman, yet you don't acknowledge how asking a man out and paying for dates is making his life easier. Instead of him having to actually court you, you're telling me that you are going to do all the work for him. As much power that you think they have now, 
you want to give them even more power by being able to decide if they want you because you're going to do all that work for them to decide. You got to reevaluate your actions and what you consider feminism because a lot of times you think you are overcoming the patriarchy, but in truth, you are strengthening it. There's really not much to say after that video except I told you, I told all of y'all, pick me shuz, you're on the wrong side. Y'all are the regressive ones. Y'all are the ones being agents of the patriarchy, putting women down. Oh, how the turns table. Here's something that will help you set higher standards for yourself. Everything men do is in the pursuit of women. Men use women as tools and trophies in the games of men. They use our time, presence, gifts, labor, and bodies to secure more money and more status for themselves. And if their vision for their trophy is different from the woman that they're using as a tool, he will replace her. He will make life so miserable for the woman he is using as a tool. He will keep her in what he perceives as the maximum tolerable level of unhappiness. And if she does leave him because he has kept her in this level of unhappiness, her leaving him after he fails to uphold his duty as husband and leader of the family is further confirmation for him that women are conniving creatures that are meant to be used and kept unhappy. I want to make it clear that the trophy wife herself is still being used as a tool in the games of men. Neither woman is better than the other. We are all housewives, we are all S-workers, we are all tools, we are all trophies. We are all women. For all the people who get ruffled by that, insisting that that statement is not true doesn't make it any less true. You are not any better than the housewives, the S-workers, the tools, and the trophies. As long as you are a woman existing under the patriarchy, we are all these things. And the moment you stop fighting that, and the moment you start categorizing and quantifying your labor within the patriarchy is the moment you stop participating in your own exploitation. Watch this video if you want to learn more about that. Repeat after me the least men can do is pay. Whenever you allow a man in your presence, you are being used one way or another. That's why you can't allow just about any man in your presence. You need to be selective. You have to set high barriers of access and standards for yourself because you are to be accessed. You are the prize. You are creation. A popular tactic used by people who want to take advantage of you is making you devalue yourself. And one thing you need to realize is that women who are undesirable to men are invisible. So the fact that you are visible to them means they want to access you, but they cannot access you right now with your high standards and barriers, so they have to lower it. And this is not a, if he likes you, he will be mean to you kind of vibe, okay? It doesn't mean that you allow them access to yourself. Like, are the Nonuas Nellies okay? Like, that's not what this is about. It's recognizing the ways that men manipulate women into devaluing themselves so they allow these below bare minimum effort men to access them. The moment that you find out that men are using this tactic on you, that is a sign that you need to run as far away from them as possible. That's the vibe. If you are in any way, shape, or form visible to men, it means they want you. And every time they devalue you, every time they send you mean messages, every time they send you mean comments, they want you. And they cannot get you, so they're sour graping. They are expressing their inability to attract women like you in their life. It's giving sour graping. The reason why below bare minimal low effort men love to scare us with the prospect of being alone, of being worthless, is because they are projecting their fears of being alone and worthless. They simply cannot fathom that women are choosing to be single because a man who does not have access to women is a loser as per the rules of the games of men. They cannot understand that they are not trophies in the world of women. Do you get it now? That's why they're always projecting you're gonna hit the wall, you're gonna be worthless, so many bodies, you're not even a virgin. Like, 
That's why, because they are projecting their fears of being worthless, of being alone. I read this TikTok and I'll credit her here. She said that men love to scare women about hitting the wall because they're projecting their own fears of being at the wall because men are born at the wall. Then they have to prove themselves to get out of the wall. Do you get it now? So they're always projecting their fears onto women about hitting the wall because they are at the wall. Bestie, I'm telling you, there is no wall for women. Women are desirable at any and all ages. Now you know. And they always like to scare us about You're gonna grow old with your cats and your dogs! What's wrong with that? Like, I love animals. You know why they think that we are so sad with our cats and our dogs? It's because they are sad with their cats and their dogs. We're not the ones who are struggling with being alone and being worthless. So I need you to stop internalizing all these messages from mellow, bare minimum, low effort men in survival mode. They're hungry. They will say anything to get at you. You know one thing I appreciate though is the solidarity. They are so supportive of each other and their delusions. Like they are the masters of Lulu. The fact that men would apply for jobs when they meet 50% of the criteria and women would only apply when they meet 90% of the criteria, these men are the Lulu. Like I said, if anyone should have the audacity, it's you. And it's high time that you step into that. I need you to remember that the man who will bring goodness and light into your life, he will not use scare tactics. He will not devalue you like that. He will be honest and forthright with what he can offer you. Nothing more, nothing less. He is secure in his self-concept that if you reject him, he doesn't take it personally, it's simply a misalignment, nothing more, nothing less. Because that's what dating is. Dating is finding your people, people you align with. If you yourself get rejected, it's just a misalignment. If you reject other men, it's simply a misalignment. Back to the topic, as women, by default, we multiply. We multiply men's seed, we multiply men's money, we multiply men's bounty. I don't know how and why, but when a man pours into a woman, the blessings that he receives are exponential. Even as women, when we pour into other women, our lives just get so much better. Let me tell you a story. So I was talking to my aunt and she's a successful businesswoman and I was telling her, you know, I kind of want to be like her. She's my role model. We were talking and she was like, you need to start giving money to your female relatives. I'm like, why? She said, when I started giving my mom money, my business took off. And guess what, bestie? I followed her advice. I started blessing my female relatives and it's worked out very well for me. I don't know why. And I kind of have a theory about it and I'm gonna share it with you. It's because women are multipliers. Give her a house, she makes a home. Give her food, she makes a meal. Give her people, she makes a community. Whenever you bless other women, they pray for you, they bless you, they put out positive vibes for you out in the universe. When you have women on your side, you are unstoppable. And successful men know this. Men who pour into the women around them, their girlfriends, wives, mothers, sisters, they are so blessed. They become so successful. It's because when they have women rooting for them, they are tapped into the source. They have all these women praying for them, cheering for them, believing in them. This female support in itself is a manifestation of a man's success. In the world of men's games, in a patriarchy where access to women in itself is a prize. By gaining the support of women, he has already won. And 
all he has to do is translate that success into the physical world. His success is now inevitable. So whenever you come across a stingy man, no matter how materially wealthy he is, his spirit is in poverty. Any man who is able but chooses not to pour into the women around him is in poverty. He can have all the material goods around him, all the status, all this, but deep inside, it's hollow. And that's not a man you want to be with. You never, ever want to be with a selfish man. A selfish man is in scarcity mindset. And it doesn't matter how much money he has, how much whatever he has, it doesn't matter. He is in scarcity mindset. So even if he is not poor in the physical world, he is poor in spirit. And that's not an energy that you want in life. You will always, always live in some form of poverty, whether it be real or imagined. Back to the topic, bestie. I really need you to step into your power. You need to own that you are the source. You are creation. You need to open your eyes to the ways that all you bring about in this world is good. I need you to wake up and see that being a woman is a gift. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Simply by existing, you have value. Simply by existing, you are wanted. Simply by existing, you multiply, you create, you inspire, you birth, you bring life. And a lot of people who want to take advantage of you don't want you to know that. As the driving force of selection of creation you do the choosing you are creation and you need to act like it now get that bag bestie